This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. That's right. It's time for the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers, and by my side, his name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. How you doing, Reavers? So much to discuss so little time, oh, yeah. but I do want to start with and spend some time on last night's festivities at the Chanhassen Dinner Theater. You were in attendance with your beloved. Um, I was there with my family. My parents came, and I got to take a minute. And this isn't t- me taking a minute to to pat myself or ourselves on the back, but mm-hmm. just to kind of acknowledge what a cool job that this is, number one, but what a cool moment that it was to just be a part of. And I posted something about this on social media um, earlier today where I remember sitting on the stage last night, 30 years of Garage Logic was being celebrated at the Chain Essen Dinner Theater and packed house. In fact, I was informed this morning uh-huh. that we had 105% capacity. Oh, good. A little too much. To the point where the market manager didn't have a seat and yeah. he had to go sit in the back at the bar. He did tell me something though. Oh. So he was in the back at the bar, but I guess on Monday nights in the bar, half price drinks. So he had a gray, gro- gray goose martini for just five bucks. Oh, wow. He was very excited. In fact, him. I think he might have had two gray goose <laughs> martinis for just five bucks. So he wasn't all that hurt. Okay, good. He wasn't all that hurt. But it was such a fun night, uh, such a cool celebration. And as I put it, you know, I've I've barely been a part of the show for half of its run mm-hmm. because we were celebrating 30 years. And I think. I first appeared on the show in late 2008, and I was just a fill-in for Kenny doing traffic. And that was my first time. And then when the station back then flipped to sports, that's when I joined uh, Joe and Rookie uh, and the crew full-time. So that would have been like late 2009, early 2010. It was when I sat there, because I was sitting in the crowd, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. And they have these booths. It's a really, really cool. I had never been to the Shane Hassan I Dinner find Theater. that shocking, by I, the way. You know, I'm not a theater guy, right? It seems a little too ephemeral. Like, everything's okay. done, right? Sure. Like, they do it, and then it's over. I like to have a video of things. <laughs> I like to videotape just about everything. But beautiful. I mean, it was really, really cool. I would 100% go back well, there. Well, I told, I said this on the show earlier today, because um, quick, quick info about me. That was the first place I ever took my then girlfriend, now wife, on our date. Really? So we had a unofficial, official, unofficial first date when we were friends. Okay. She didn't know it was a date, but sure. I was totally yeah, a date. Yeah, wow. Out. So you'd be taking her out. Go yeah, as friends. Yeah, we yeah. went to a, a Vikings game. But um, the first time we actually went out somewhere fancy after we had started dating, mm-hmm. was the Chan Acid Dinner Theater. Really? That's was, a good place. It was probably either late January, early February. No, it was Valentine's Did Day. Did you see a show? Yeah, and I don't for the life of me remember. Maybe it was hair with the naked people. Did I could actually naked? look it up because it would have been... You know when it was. Well, it was oh. February. It was valent- around Valentine's Day of 19... 19- oh, my God, 1999. No, it was a long time ago. But uh, that, so that was our very first... Now, we've been back a couple of times, and I've done a number of... Uh, station events at the CDT. Here's the thing, and I, I said this on GL earlier today, but it's worth repeating. Dummies, it's the easiest date. Oh, if yeah. you've got an anniversary, yeah. it, everything's done. 
It's done. Your the food's the, good. The food's uh, there. Yeah. They got the cocktails. They yeah. got a hotel stumbling distance yeah. that you yeah. can go. It, it's it was so, really impressive. It's it was so a lot of easy. Fun. It's yeah. so easy. Yeah. I'll, okay, the only other thing you got to do, maybe get some flowers and you're done. Yeah. It's it's that easy. It's a great date. A great fun. I mean, yeah. I, I could see bringing four people, getting one of those cool, oh, God, cool yeah. booths. Yeah. Well, anyways, anyway. I, I turned to Nicole and I said, look at how many people are here yeah. for Garage it Logic's was... 30th anniversary. And... Okay, I don't want to say that I was getting a little teary-eyed because I wasn't getting teary-eyed. I'm not a crier, although I did go see the Barbie movie and I teared up a little bit. Oh my god! Don't mention that to anybody. All right. But um, it was super cool because I thought, you know, I've been listening to Garage Logic. I don't remember when I wasn't. Right. That's yeah. how long I've been listening. I don't ever recall it not being in my life. And it was like when I was in college. That's when GL started thirty years ago plus, or thirty years for me. And I just I don't remember not listening to it. I don't remember. I mean, I'm sure there was times where I listened more than others. Sure. Right. I mean, I was in and out kind of. But I I've just always lived here and I've always listened. And I thought this means a lot to a lot of people yeah. in this room. Like it it has been hours of time we've spent. With Joe and you and Johnny and Kenny and Pat and, and rookie and rookie, I did, of course rookie. I didn't mean to neglect right. mentioning him. It's just it seems like I feel like I am very good friends with those guys, and I know them right. I, I know them a little bit more than maybe the average listener does, yeah. but I, I can see how we just get sucked in. It's like for thirty years I've been listening to yeah. Joe for thirty years or however many years rookie's been on there. I've been listening to him, and I got the chance to you know you you. You have correspondence with a lot of different people via email because mm-hmm. that's the that's the magic of doing radio slash podcast in 2023, and you get to know some of these people a little bit. But when you finally get the chance to meet them face to face, it's 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 pretty cool. And last night, even though a lot of it was quick because you know I had the bride kind of looking at her watch and looking at me, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, we're leaving. I know, no, honey. I know. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so when when I was leaving the stage to come back up and and reunite with my family. Um, I was stopped by a gentleman and I, I'm not going to give his name cause I don't know if he, if he wants this made public, mm-hmm. but I got to tell you, um, he hit, he hit a spot with me that I, 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 it kind of, it floored me and I mm-hmm. told him flat out, I hope you realize you just made my day. Really? And so uh, this was years ago. This is before, I mean, you and I probably knew each other, but we, we didn't have the relationship obviously that we have now because I was still working down the hall at 107.1. Mm-hmm. And um, it was right after my son was born and who is just about to turn 12 here coming in November. And, you know, you, you know, when you're become a first time father, you just, your emotions and everything. And, and there was some stuff in my personal life and just all of this stuff was kind of swirling in my head. And I'll never forget this. It was the night of the uh, Grammys in which Adele just basically blew Winning. away yep. and she won every award. And that when that album surfaced, you know, I, I, everyone loved it, right? Even mm-hmm. straight guys like us. Yeah. Lo- because Fantastic. It's talented, a great talented. album. But anyway, it just, something hit me where I just started writing and writing and writing and mm-hmm. I don't know why. And then the next day, I kind of did a, a little tribute at the end of that show. Um, we, we did a three-hour show, Middays on 107.1, and I kind of did it and, and to the point where I didn't realize as it was coming out of my mouth, it was, I would say five minutes or so, five mm-hmm. to 10, whatever it was. And I had played the song and, and to the port where the person I was working with at the time, Colleen Cruz, 
she couldn't look at me because she was crying so hard. Oh, and wow. I thought, holy yeah. crap, what am I doing? Like, what yeah. what, what have I done? They are, are, uh, <laughs> I made my big sister cry. crying in their cars right now? I yeah. still, to this day, will once in a while get an email. But this yeah. gentleman stopped me. Yeah. And he said, I still remember you doing that. Wow. And my son was standing next to me. He's like, mm-hmm. this is that your son? And I said, yeah. And yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm getting emotional right now. Yeah. And he said, I'll, I'll never forget that. And I now listen to Garage Logic because of you and because of that moment. And I wow. said, I said, wait, stop, 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 please. Shut up. Yeah, He's like, no, cry. he goes, I, he goes, no, meaning like you, you've listened to Joan. Sure. Right He's like, well, I know who they were, but when I heard you move to Garage Logic, that's when I started listening more frequently to, 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 to the show. Yeah, and yeah. I thought, all right, I don't know. 10 million people that listen to Joan Rookie. There's one guy that decided to make, but I just thought in that moment it, last night, you know, cause you, you're, you're, you're planning an event and you're working to, you know, to, to dot all the I's and cross all the T's and worrying about getting your own family in and out of the building and, and, and getting there on time and getting the show off and, and getting anything running. And then all of a sudden you have that just little sliver of, 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 wow. And I, I, I told him, I said, you have no idea how much that that just meant to me. So thank you so much for finding me and telling me that mm-hmm. because that was really freaking cool. Because I remember, you know, it, after I had, I had done that little tribute on 107, I did get a lot of tremendous feedback. It was really cool. And, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't expect it. And I didn't do it for that. That's sure. not the reason I did it. I did it because it was from the heart and yeah. genuine. And, and anyway, and I just thought, holy crap, for that to happen essentially 12 years ago and for someone to remember that that really meant a lot to me last that night. is very, very cool. cool that is I, I hope Joe understands what he means to the to the group I hope I hope he under let me let me yeah. state this go ahead because you're too close right you're sure. too close yep, I get that and yep. I think Joe and Kenny and rookie and John would be a little flippant in a in a way like, oh, no one's going to want to come to this. You know, they, they would have that feeling. But when I was out talking to people in the bar. Before I mean, the show started. Yeah, yep, we were yep. genuinely so proud That's and cool. so excited. That's cool. And I, I hope Joe knows that this is not just a guy who decided not to write sports anymore. And then he stumbled into something. He built a real community of yep. thousands that adore what he represents. Yep. We we love Joe, like the, the generic love. We we love Joe, mm-hmm. right? But what he's built is just a lot of people's dreams. Like this is where I want to live. This is who I want to be around. This these are the guys I want to laugh with daily. And it means so much to so many. I hope he understands that what he's doing. When he said we're not going to go to the fair next year, like when he said ah oh, we're not going to do the fair next year, I think people would have been distraught. Yep. Right, I think people would have legitimately been distraught. Joe's not a brand new, you know. He's he's in his seventies or whatever, right? There, and he said, "I got maybe five more years." I thought, "Oh, that's heartbreaking." What's going to happen when there is no Garage Logic? Well, a he's going to work to the day he dies. So of course he will. Let's, let's of course just he will. Stop kidding ourselves. Yeah. But but B, back to your other original point. Um, I think I don't think he would mind me sharing this publicly because we were sitting in this room. A little more than 24 hours ago, and and we were talking about okay, what what's the plan for tonight? Meaning last night, mm-hmm. and, and what are we going to do? And and the the group and I kind of have a different opinion about things like this, but the group just said, well, we can't just you know show up, which is of course true. We can't you can't just mm-hmm. show up. You got to have some sort of a plan. And I I said to those guys, I said you guys need to stop underestimating the fact that a lot of people 
like to come to events or the state fair or whatever because they kind of want to see how the sausage is made. They mm-hmm. want to see the live action. They just want to see something cool and unique that, by the way, not everybody got to see. And the oh. show isn't even available yet to the people that weren't there. It will be. Uh, this is being recorded at 2.27 on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It'll be available for the masses at about 6 p.m. But you know what? That cr- that crowd then is going to want to go listen to how cool that show was. So I guess my point to them was stop underestimating that. Yeah, yeah. Because it's really I important. come from a different place where and I and you know you and I did our la- when I kind of did that tribute to Joe and Patrick the last night of the radio show. Mm-hmm. They have to because I used to be the guy in the truck that listened to the likes of Joe and Pat three hours all yeah. all the you know because. When you're when that's your job, you don't really have coworkers. Yep, yep, you, you, you have yep, the radio, yep. and, and you know now you've got your cell phone, so you can make calls to family and friends and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But back, you know, when I was driving a truck in the late '90s, that's what I did. I did my job, and I listened to those guys on the radio while I was going to school. Like yeah. that was that was what I did. And I think that they because those guys never really came from that, sure. So they don't really understand that that's that's how a lot of people that's oh. their work day. And that's how they get you know. So, you know, so it one, makes sense to me. One other thing about the crowd, yes, sir, is I think I would want to hang out with just about every single person in that crowd, right? Oh Me- yeah. Meaning, like, I was looking around, I was like, oh, all of these are my kinsmen, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I like, yeah. I like them all. Yeah. And, and when I was in the bar before the show, and. People were being very kind to our show, by the way. Yes. Like, I got a number were, of people that, then that was very, very cool. It was really nice. Yeah. At the bar, a bunch of guys were saying that. And, and Bernie Lauer, the, one of the sales managers here, heard this all. And I said, See, Bernie, like people like our show. I'm sh- shocked as yeah. all hell, but yeah, people <laughs> like our show. But it was, it was very cool to see. But I was looking around, I'm like, Oh, every single one of these guys and girls I would hang out with. Oh, for like, sure. I'm like, oh, for I just sure. wouldn't this be like we're all part of this group. Well, I like, and them that's all. what I've always really, truly enjoyed about being a part of Garage Logic is it's it it caters to us. Mm-hmm. It's the show that's for the people that are kind of sick and tired of being told what to do. Yeah, they just want to live their life. They want to raise their kids. They want to be left alone. Mm-hmm. They they just want to do the right thing. Yep. Um, and they don't want BS. Yeah, their first in- instinct is to be kind yes. until someone's a goofball, and then they'd be annoyed. Yeah. Right? You know, I mean, yeah. they're just nice people. Yeah. I was lucky to sit with Linda from the accounting service. Remind me, Keller Tax Service. Keller Tax yes. Service. What a sweetheart. She's awesome. She is, and she, yeah. she brought her cousin because she said my husband doesn't know anything about GL, so it would have been a total waste. <laughs> and I said, well, you would have gotten gotten him into it, right? I mean, he would have For just sure. gotten him into it. Yeah. So the her cousin that she she brought, she um, super sweet girl. She's an actress. She probably oh, I didn't know that. Very yeah, cool. She might fall on a different realm sure. politically than the rest of GL. Sure. And I think Linda even like prepped her for that. Um, she was laughing. Really hard. I mean, she was having, I sat right next to her. She was having a great time. And you could tell she's like, I don't know these characters, but I understand if these people are characters, right? And she totally got it. So it was really cool. I I, I was so excited to be part of that group and and part of the sponsorship of of Garage Logic. It's just so cool. You've been a part of GL longer than I have. Yeah. I I just, again, (laughs) I don't know when we started advertising on GL. Right. But I, I don't remember a time when we haven't. Right. Right. So, um, you reminded me of something. So last night, um, you know, we, we sat there just like everybody else and we were having our yep. dinner. And of course, I'm got my little, my pen out, my note, you mm-hmm. know, so I'm making little notes about this, that, and whatever. And uh, I've got, you know, ding dong, 
number one, who's 11, and Ding Dong, number two, who's eight. Of mm-hmm. course, they think, oh, this is the time where I get to ask dad, you know, here's what I want you to say. Oh, okay. And they I get, thought, yeah. no, buddy, we're not, this isn't, we're not turning this into a Q&A because mm-hmm. my youngest wanted me to give Joe the road trip quiz, but you've already been a part of the sure. road trip quiz. I'm like, buddy, I'm not giving Joe the road trip quiz. We're not, we're not doing that. Well, then they saw the lake detective walked up to my ta- our table mm-hmm. and he said hi to me. And he had met the boys before because he, you know, the boys were at the state fair whenever he was on. And anyway, and I said, well, that's the because they had asked, well, who's that, dad? And I said, well, that's the lake. That's LD. That's the lake detective. And of course, being a kid, a detective of what? Yes. And I said, of lakes. lakes and, yeah. and then, of course, my oldest son said, well, what does that mean? And I thought, you know what? What a great question. Yeah. I said, he's going to be on the show. I'll ask him, buddy. That way he can explain to the audience. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, he said, that is so cool. And then he says, well, does that mean he discovers fish poop? <laughs> my youngest one said that. I said, well, I'll, I'll ask him that, too. But that'll, that'll be my follow-up, of course. <laughs> and so, you did. You asked those questions. And I questions. asked him. Yeah. I said, I told my my children that I would ask the questions, and I did that he, very he's thing. He's quite the character. He's awesome. Yeah. He's literally one of the coolest human beings uh, on the planet. And then, of course... Uh, that, that that was followed up. The follow-up was followed up by the question of, well, can you ask about Benji, which is our stupid-ass Siamese cat? And I said, buddy, not one person in this room, except for you two, care about Benji. Yeah. I'm not asking about the cat. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's where it turned I it did. Um, everything was great. Rookie, handsome man, beautiful hair. Right, the kid's got beautiful hair. He's in. He's getting in shape. It looks like he's getting in shape. You know, he used to be a little yep. chunkier when he was a younger kid. Now he's getting in shape. What was that shirt he was wearing? That's why I made sure I pointed it out what and made that? fun of it right away. It was a shirt. It looked like a globe. Yep. It was blue, like the yep. ocean was blue, and yep. and it had all of the the continents oh. on it. So I did get someone who said normally, and then you'll also get this part where there was a, a gentleman that came up to me and he said, "Hey, Reavers, um." Just want to introduce myself. Normally, I don't like you on the show. Oh, good. Which I, I he goes, but he it, it, oh. he kind of had a smile on his face because and, and listen, there's a lot of people that listen to GL that don't care for me, yeah, and that's you, fine. You, I get as it. Long that's, as you listen, that's part yeah, of the bit, yeah, right? Yeah. He let he loves Joe and mm. likes everybody else and can't stand me. Okay. Totally get it. <laughs> All good. And but he said, but you did have the line of the day, and I thinking, God, what did I say in the show? I don't even remember what the hell mm. we. Because rookie shirt, you know, was the big globe. Yeah. And I said, well, the problem is you kept telling everybody that the the map is in Braille. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. Yes. Yeah. So that that, and then of course I had to expl- explain. Well, what is Braille to my to your kids? To my, to my yeah. kids. I said, well, it's because. And then he goes, oh, that's oh, good. Dad. So yeah. There you anyway, go. So I it was yeah, fun. I just was out of all the outfits he could wear, because he's usually kind of a good dresser. Like he dresses like oh, he's got nice dress shirts. No, none and stuff. of that. It's 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 rookie. It's theatrics. Yeah. It's it's, oh, the, okay. it's the showman in him. He what, can't he can't help it. You know what? It, why he wore it? Because he's going to Croatia and he wants people to go to Croatia <laughs> with him on the Escape with Us vacations. I'll probably. tell you this, by the way. Uh, Maria, his sister, uh, part of Escape with Us yep, vacations. Yep. She was literally the last person I saw before I got in my vehicle last night. Okay. I've known Maria a long time. She's awesome. And she looked at me and she looked at Jess, my wife, and she said, you guys have to come with us to Croatia. And I oh, thought, yeah. God, that'd be cool. That would be cool. That would be. I said, oh. but here's the problem. And she goes, what? I said, well, Rookie's already going on the trip. She said, yeah. I said, well, we both can't be gone. Someone has to stay here to do the show. That's true. Couldn't we hire a monkey with a cigarette in its hand? We could, <laughs> I guess, technically. Uh, but yeah, that's Ross a, could do it. But that's the only that's the only drawback is one of us has to be here. Yeah, that's that would be, thing. I mean, if you get to go on vacation with Rookie... 
That would be a lot of fun. Rookie's a very fun oh, guy. Oh, don't get me wrong. Absolutely. Yeah. But that, so that, no, we're going to go back even further. That was always what sucked about the time in, in radio is we used to have, you saw this a hundred times, we used to have the big school board style calendar that mm-hmm. with the tear-off sheets. Yep. And that marked when people were gone. Sure. And so it always had to work out where, you know. Only one could be gone at a time. Well, for, like, for me, I was running two different shows, but if Rookie was gone, then I had to run GL. Yep. So I, I had to make sure that this person was there and Rookie was there, and then I could take certain days off. And so that's that's just kind of how it works. And you knew, and you know that going into it. So Well, um, I did notice that at the bar last night, they did have Bud Light, which was interesting. Oh, did, I did you not oh, notice before that? we go to that yes. story, let me make a quick mention because okay. our friends at Harmony Spirits, they were there. They were there last night and they had, oh, and I forgot to bring it in with me. I'll, I'll bring it in. Oh, no, next week we're going to be at the fair. A few weeks from now. Okay. Anyway, so uh, I have gifts for you, but they also made this day in history, and I'll get to that in a moment. Uh, HarmonySpirits.net, that's their website. Check out their uh, their pages if they're going to have uh, upcoming events. I don't have it in front of me. If they do, I apologize. But they've been with the Weekly Scramble and Garage Logic for some time now, and it's handcrafted spirits made right here in the great state of Minnesota. Harmony, Minnesota, by the way. Um, but please do this. If you haven't done so already, go into your local liquor store and please ask for the Harmony brand by name. That is how we're going to continue to get the word out for the best handcrafted spirits made right here in the state of Minnesota. They're phenomenal guys. And if you're down in Harmony, Minnesota, as we uh, kind of go into the the tail end of summer and into the fall season, it's a great spot to stop on a road trip or wherever. If you're heading to Iowa, please go in there. It's a beautiful tasting room. They always have great handcrafted spirits and they have a rotating um, list of, 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 of items on that cocktail menu. It's fantastic. They're great people. And they were there last night. Unfortunately, Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to say hi to them, but they did have a little parting gift for uh, for the staff. Oh, so I nice. appreciate that uh, significantly. But Harmony, Minnesota made this day in history because really? on this day in 2011, President Barack Obama started a three-day bus tour with a town hall meeting in Cannon Falls. After the meeting, his motorcade traveled down to Highway 52 to Zumbro, Rochester, Chatfield, Fountain, Preston, and Harmony on its way to the seed exchange in Decorah, Iowa. I, wonder, I guarantee if Harmony Spirits had been there in 2011, he would have stopped in, President Obama. Do you think they like made a short trip, him and his wife, to Climax, Minnesota, or did they did they skip that? <laughs> it's a true, that's a true town. If that you're is. not from Minnesota, it is. It that is, is in a, southern Minnesota. A, that, is a, that is a true town named Climax. I don't, I don't believe so, but I'm not, so. I'm not willing to rule it out. Okay, good, good. <laughs> That was not bad. Okay, Bud so. Bud Light, you say. So I have a theory, Reavers. Okay. Yesterday on the show, you talked about this woman, Tiffany Gomez. Yes. She was the gal on a plane that lost her mind and said, I, I don't care about you guys. That guy's not real. I'm off this freaking plane and kind of profanity-laced thing. And she, you could tell she's kind of a pretty Alcohol-fueled rage. Yeah, like just this rage where she's like getting super pissed. And the internet... Looked for her. I mean, oh, yeah. looked for her. They really spent. Everybody's wondering wide. who is this girl. Guys were posting memes like "I want to marry her" and all this stuff. I mean, it was a really big deal. <laughs> well, she posts a an, an apology video where she looks like a totally different woman because she, she is. Maybe or maybe not, but she has like the most beautiful makeup on. She mm-hmm. looks just like she just went and had seven hundred dollars worth of hair extensions put in, makeup, and it looks like a totally different girl. Totally different girl. And she is such an internet sensation that she is going to become infamous no matter what. Well, Bud Light is infamous right now. Yes. Right? 
And I thought we could have a marriage of the two. It just so happens that this Tiffany is a marketing executive, right? Bud Light needs a marketing executive. And what I think, the men of the world that drink Bud Light, I'm just making that generic, we should go ahead and call Bud Light and say, hey, we'll start drinking your beer again if you hire Tiffany to do marketing. Because Tiffany is Bud Light, right? She looks great at night, and then in the morning she... You know, in a kind of a drunken time, she's screaming at people. She has Bud Light in her soul. She would understand the Bud Light drinker. She would get it. So we have to start a Tiffany for Bud Light, hashtag Tiffany for Bud Light, and we need to get that going on the internet because I think Bud Light could say, we'll hire Tiffany if you start drinking again. And I think a whole bunch of people would say, I'd like to have an excuse to start drinking Bud Light again. You know how much I like to have fun at your expense on this show? That's genius. It's not a bad no, idea. No, that, that, that's bleeping genius, Michael. Bud Light could, could talk to this girl, Tiffany, and say, hey, we're going to do this. We're going to hire you. We're going to jump into that your beer notoriety. That real. Yeah, that you beer. You need to drink this beer. I mean, just think of this. Think of the marketing opportunity she could have. She's a marketing executive. She's she's well-spoken, right? She, I mean, not when she's hammered well, the, screaming at no, people. No, the woman the, in the video is well-spoken. Yeah, yeah, the woman not, in the not, video. Not the woman on the Reavers plane. Reavers believes that the woman in the, in the apology video. They don't video, even remotely resemble one another. It's the difference between makeup and hair extensions, Reavers. No, I'm saying facial structure, everything. She didn't go and have facial reconstructive surgery. She is the definition of Bud Light beer goggles. She is beer goggles, right? She <laughs> She looks like a beauty one second and then a foul mouthed crazy person the next, right? That wow. is just perfect. So I think um, I might even tweet later on today, hashtag Tiffany for Bud Light, because I just think that is all we need to do. We would become legendary if I'm we could telling get that you, happening. I'm telling you, that is genius. Uh, maybe I should start a, um, what's that uh, campaign where you collect money to get people to do it? Uh, uh, GoFundMe. The GoFundMe. GoFundMe for <gasps> Tiffany to get hired by Bud Light. Interesting. I, I, honest to God, I think it would be great for this show. I Not every day do I come up with gold. <laughs> this is gold. This is gold. I, I will give you that. It would, this that, would is be, gold. that would extend both of their stories for another three months. And this just in, Bud Light needs all the help they can get. They, they might as well go ahead and have this crazy-ass drinking Did you see a couple of days ago, someone tweeted out a photo of Dylan Mulvaney? Dressed as boy. Or just as a guy. And says, Dylan Mulvaney's a dude. Yeah. And to the point where Dylan Mulvaney had stubble like I have right yeah. now. Yeah, he's just a guy. He, yeah, yeah. I oh, don't we know. just forgot about that? I, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. I And, and I'm going to go ahead and say I think I might be too old. I don't know. I just can't figure it out. I'm not even going to question that. God bless oh, him. Oh, you might be just too old to figure it out. I can't, I'm too okay. old to figure it out, but God bless him. That's all I want to say. I want nothing ill to happen to him. He's a lovely human. Dylan Mulvaney's existence has no impact on my life whatsoever. I don't want anything bad to nope, happen to the don't kid. Care. I don't want anything bad to happen to anybody. That's true. And, and that kid, God bless him. He's going through some stuff. Can I now have a few moments to rant just a tad? I would not. Was there anything else with the Bud Light? No, that you wanted I mean, to touch I really, on? that might be the pinnacle idea of my life. No, that's, I'm not, Tiffany not kidding you. That is, that is a stroke of genius. Should on your I do part. the number four or the word four? Tiffany four Bud Light? Because you want to hashtag, you want to hashtag the right one. I would say the number four. Okay, Tiffany four. Keep, keep Although, it short. Although, but anytime you do the number four, that usually signifies something. Well, no, actually, use the number four. Okay, Tiffany, the number four. Because, you know, Bud us, Light. it's it's LMAO. It's, it's we have to shorten everything because okay. it's just way too complicated okay. to add an extra syllable okay, to so anything. Anybody who's listening, if you just hop on and do a Tiffany number four Bud Light, that's all we have to do. Hashtag Tiffany, number four Bud Light. Okay. I'm doing it right now. So I don't know why 
I allow certain things to get under my skin. And, th- and, and it might be a product of age, but I don't think that it is. And it, that's the automatic comeback. When you don't have a valid um, rebuttal against mm-hmm. someone, your automatic thing is to just go to the ageism card. Right, yes. that's yep. that's yep. pretty common. Where oh, get off my lawn, Grandpa! No, it's because you don't have a counterpoint. Mm-hmm. That's that's why you went to that card. It's it, it happens all the time. And sure, am I getting a little bit crusty as I get older? Probably. Have I been hanging out with the crustiest the of crustiest the crusty for yeah. the last fourteen mm-hmm. plus years? Yes, I have. But I will say this: I don't get why we have to play this stupid ass game of "see, I told you so." When it comes to crime and safety in the city of Minneapolis, mm-hmm. and I've got a point that I'm getting at here. So this just in, Ed Sheeran was in town last weekend. He played a show at the State Theater Friday night. Is that accurate? Mm, maybe. And then performed to a sold out crowd at U.S. Bank Stadium. Uh, and then, of course, he was at the Lego store. Isn't that cool? He Which worked cool. at the Lego yeah. store. Sure. I, great. No problem. I, I I like a couple of Ed Sheeran songs. I'm not going to spend two cents to go see him. He's incredibly talented. Oh, no, no yeah. question about it. Yeah. It's just he's making songs for somebody else. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, he, he's not he's not he's not speaking to you. He's not really speaking okay. to me. Although there, yeah. there's two songs that I truly, truly enjoy and, and really like. But anyway. So he's in town in front of 72,000, and this, of course, is an opportunity for a lot of people. And I'm not even going to give them the credit of giving their name, but saying, oh, gee, I wonder what's wrong with Minneapolis now. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. But th- because 72,000 people decided to go to an Ed Sheeran concert at U.S. Bank Stadium with the highest of high-level security roaming yes. all areas surrounding that vicinity, that doesn't mean that there aren't issues. And that's the part, Mike, I don't know why that bothers me so much. And it's because it might be, it's it's the masking attempt that's going on here, where we're not going to sit here and, and, and point at the fact that all these um, left-wing policies that got us into this bleeping mess mm-hmm. aren't the actual problem. Mm-hmm. No, look at it. It's, everything's just fine. Look, sure. 72,000 people just went. Yeah, guess what? In what? Three weeks, 72,000 people are going to go to the Vikings game. Yeah, but yeah. that doesn't mean that there aren't massive issues right Real now. and important issues. So yeah. I, yeah. I don't know why, but I had to get that off my chest because I saw it all over the place over the weekend. I thought... No, you you bleeping idiots. You don't even get what's wrong here. Well, you felt it when you were retiring out of the bar business before COVID. I remember you saying, it seems sketchier down there. Like, I don't like walking out of here. I remember, I think I've mentioned this a time or two on this show, but I basically spent every weekend downtown bartending from Labor Day weekend of 2015 Basically until COVID hit, yeah, right, yeah. and and not every weekend, but, but just about a, a yeah, big chunk yeah. of it, and and I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I made a bleep load of money, yeah, yeah. and it was great. Got it, you your house. It was yeah, right, yeah, but yeah basically. Yeah. And the thing is, what people don't understand is, hey, you, to work in the service, I think every single person alive should at one point or another work in the service industry because it's it's good for you. Yes, because it. It teaches you how to deal with all sorts of different personality types. Mm-hmm. You got to be on time. You got to. It, it teaches you how to be efficient, you and hard, also, yeah. also, you got to figure it out as you go. Mm-hmm. Because oh, you might have a plan. Guess what? That's that yeah, just right. got changed because of this and that and the other thing. But I remember, right up until 
I think right up until Prince died. That weekend, I'll never forget. I remember I remember walking around downtown Minneapolis. The bars had closed, right? And this would have been the Saturday night of that weekend. So that was April of what, 2017, 2016? Whenever it was. It was that that weekend after he had passed away where Minneapolis was on fire. Not George Floyd on fire. Yeah, I mean, not, I mean not, on yeah. it was let's say in Fuego. It was it was cool to be a part of. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. And I remember because there's you can't get out of there fast enough when once you're done, you've got your cash and you're yeah. ready to go home. I didn't want to go home. I remember thinking, me and a couple of guys that I work with that I that that became really good friends, mm-hmm. and I they said, Well, First Avenue is doing tribute. Yeah. They're doing tributes. They're not selling anything. They're mm-hmm. not so they could they can be open. Mm-hmm. And they can't charge admission, but they're not selling booze. They're everything's shut, everything's yeah. closed. They're just playing tunes all literally yeah. until ten o'clock in the morning, and so a bunch of us we knew somebody that was that was uh, DJing, and so we kind of got to sneak into the backside, and I remember going, I gotta go. I don't want to. I I just I want to be a part of it for just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And so I remember walking around downtown with my with my buddy, thinking this is so just I'm I'm just soaking it up. It was, yeah. And then from there was the steady just ugh. And you'd have your, like, you know, Super Bowl weekend was kind of fun, and the Final Four weekend was super fun. So you'd have little brief moments of, oh, that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Or, but then you just had, it just seemed where, whether it was construction or crime or whatever, things just really started to deteriorate. Mm -hmm. And I I, I would talk about it on GL. I I would bring it up, and I, I I could see it firsthand where people just didn't really feel comfortable coming out that much downtown. And then, of course, COVID hit and everything, everything changed. changed. You know, yeah. it, it just it, a lot of places unfortunately didn't survive. So yeah. I don't know. That's why maybe that's probably why stuff like that bothers me so sure. much is because no, you idiots, this has been happening for what almost a decade now. Or, or you saw what it was like when there was true energy. Oh yeah. And now it just has a real flop feel Absolutely. to it. Absolutely. You know, I've been downtown more in the last couple months than I have in a long time. All through COVID, right? Sure. I had no reason to go down. You know, I was sure. a restaurant goer, but then when restaurants were closed, I wasn't going down there. And it felt super normal to me, right? But it didn't feel super fun. Like it used, like that energy that you're sure. trying. Mm-hmm. It did not feel dangerous to me when I was down there the, this, this last handful of times. It didn't feel dangerous. I didn't feel like, oh, I'm not that sketchy. I didn't have to walk a, long, a lot of places either, but it didn't feel sketchy. But it didn't have that. Oh, I want to be down here till two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, right. It, there was, and nothing I think those days there. are just those. Those days are gone for yeah. a long time. My brother happened to spend the last week in New York, right? So he went out to New York, and and they were just traveling around. He said, like the shops on Madison Avenue close at six p.m. in New York. What? He's like, uh, what is going on? He goes, they open on Mondays at eleven a.m. and close at six. He's like, what is going on? This is a town of eight and a half million people. And he said he didn't see a bunch of homelessness. He didn't feel a bunch of sketch there. That's not what he's saying. He felt it's kind of the same way I feel about Minneapolis. Like I, I don't see a lot of danger there because I'm not there at two o'clock, right? But it felt like no energy. He said there was nothing for energy there. Wow. Like when you know all the restaurants. So he went out for restaurant week, right? So uh, note to everyone who's listening: my brother's extremely frugal, right? He doesn't want to. <laughs> he he loves cooking at home. So if he goes out to eat, he wants to go for some event or restaurant week. Where sure. restaurant week? Are you familiar with restaurant week? Oh, they, yeah. yep. they do a tasting menu and it's forty five dollars or whatever. And 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 he really likes that. And he wanted to go to some of the best restaurants in New York, as you know, like. 
Tavern and I like all these cool iconic places. And he said, nothing was busy. Nothing was busy. Really? And I was like, that is weird. Because that's the thing in, in New York, and I've only been a, a, a handful of times, but in New York, there isn't a the Monday night slow night. Yep. That that, that doesn't happen there. It, it, right. it was definitely happening wow. there. It, I always thought of New York as a like a two-day city, meaning um, there's a day shift and then a night shift. Like you work during the day, you go home at 6 p.m., and then at 6 p.m., the other people come out, yeah. and then they stay out kind of the all night till the 6 a.m. So there was like two time zones in, in one day. And he said, it's not like that anymore. He's like, bars were winding down at 8.30 at night. He's sure. like, what is going on right. in a city with... Almost 9 million people. Wow. I mean, there's, where are they? What are they doing? And he has some friends that live there, and they said, yeah, it's just not the same vibe. Because that's the thing. I I, uh, I was there for, well, I, I remember this. My, my wife uh, took me there for my 30th birthday. We were going to go to a Twins-Yankees game, and then we were going to drive up to Cooperstown to go to the Baseball Hall of Fame. It was cool. such a fun trip, one of my favorite trips of all time. And um, so she and I stayed at a hotel in downtown. I mean, mm. it was downtown, downtown. Yep. And it, the hotel room was half the size of the room you and I are sitting okay. in, right? Because <laughs> that's how New York is. Yeah, Unless yeah, you want to yeah. spend 500 bucks a night, yes. you're going to get a small hotel room, which what, whatever. You didn't care. You it's it's just her and I anyway, yes. so what do we care? And we're barely going to be in the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we're, we're barely... To, you were trying to get as close to her anyway. Right. So, so it, it, just, it just didn't matter because we were out doing all sorts of touristy stuff anyway. Well, I'll never forget... When we we were walking, we went, we had went to I think a comedy show because we were there with another couple, and so we went to a comedy show, and we decided to, to walk back to our room, and it was maybe six seven blocks, whatever. Mm-hmm. Didn't feel uh, threatened or anything; no. everything felt cool. But I just remember feeling the vibe and the energy, and I remember thinking, it's like this all the time. Yep, you know everything's open. Everything, and this was this would have been. The summer of 2009. Yeah, there's a hum. Like there's an yeah. energy in a hum. But I also yeah. remember after spending, I think we were there for three or four days. And we, we one of the days we did, we drove all the way up to Cooperstown, did the Hall of Fame and came mm-hmm. all the way back and Oof. back to, which that was kind of part yeah, of it because yeah. I liked a road trip sure. and she tolerated it. She went with you. Yeah. She went with yeah. me. Um, she liked the Hall of Fame. She just, the, the whole road trip part, she could have, you know, taken or leaving. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I remember when we, we left, I thought, I don't ever need to come back. Like New York, like sure. staying in New yeah, York City. I don't need to do, I don't need to do that again. Yeah. Like I did it once and maybe when my kids get older, I'll take them to a Yankee game, but I don't need to do that ever again. Well, I think the next GL 30th anniversary party. Downtown Manhattan. Well, or downtown <laughs> Minneapolis. We get the state theater, not state theater. What's, is that, what's on Hennepin there? Um, well, there's a couple. You there, think of the Orpheum? Uh, Orpheum or what's across? Is, is Pantages? It? Pantages. Okay. One of those relatively big theaters, you sure. know, thousand people theaters, and see if we can't get some GLers to roll down. I met this guy last night from Duluth. He would have gone anywhere. That guy was ready to roll. Well, he he's got good way. news coming in a couple of months. Oh, does he? All right. Well, I think I don't think I'm supposed yeah, to say Yeah, you're not supposed to say anything like that. <laughs> but I mean, that would be a fun thing. And then let's let's spend a little money in downtown. Let's let's help downtown get that energy back. Okay. Because you bring a thousand GLers down into downtown, it's going to be a long night for some people. I do remember we did an event that coincided with the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. We did a like a, a, a breakfast. And we did it at um, our friends at the poorhouse. Um, okay. We we did it there that morning, 
And I remember thinking, well, I wonder if people will actually show up. And they did. Oh, really? Oh, it was oh. it was cool. It, it, and that boy, that was that was a while ago. That was that had to have been ten years ago. Is the poorhouse still a thing? Oh yeah, I it think. Is. Okay. I well, I I only know this because uh, one of my buddies that I bartend with, she bartends at the poorhouse, okay. and I still see her posting about it on Facebook. Yeah. So boy, that's good run if she's been there that many. Years. Oh, it's Abby. At, no, Abby is. Here's who Abby is. Shout out to Abby at the service mm-hmm. industry. Abby's always the point person at the poorhouse. You go in and you say, hey, uh, I know Reavers. She's like, oh, my God. She's awesome. Oh, She's literally nice. one of the coolest human beings that you'll ever meet. She's, again, service industry, salt of the earth. They're the coolest people around. So, Hard yeah, go, go, go in and say hi to Abby at the poorhouse. She's the best. Um, anyway. So yeah, I got that off my chest. Thank you for you allowing go. me to. Well, have a you know, congratulations on your 30th year anniversary. Thank you. Uh, you know, we had our 10, which was big, not as big as 30, right? That's a very big deal. I'm so glad Roycey was there. Oh, right? that was that fun. Was, that was yeah, so cool. Was I, I got to uh, talk with him. I mean, just everybody. It was just such a good thing. I was so proud of you guys. Uh, congratulations. Thank Rivers. you, Michael. That that means a lot, from, especially Rivers, coming from you. You and the team are the best. Thank you, Michael. Uh, please do us a favor and rate and review the show wherever you happen to be listening to the Weekly Scramble. We would truly, truly appreciate it. His name is Mike Fratelloni. My name is Chris Reavers. We will talk to you again next week live from the great Minnesota get-together. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We will be at the Minnesota State Fair one week from today. Until then, no, one week from Thursday, excuse me. Until then, cheers.